Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. All right, we're on. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Well, we are here. We have new mics, and so it's kind of new for us. Yep. We but feel too legit. Too legit, but we will never quit. Never. Um, Even if you beg us. <laughs> at that point, I might be like, we better let this go. If people are like, get off, <laughs> get off the air. My dang Apple podcast <laughs> notifications. Um, I can always unsubscribe if you feel that passionately it's pretty, about it. It's but... pretty simple. Anyway. Okay. It's time for, or someday you'll laugh about this moment from us. <laughs> That's great. And uh, so my husband, he always talks about, he wants to go to New Zealand. That's like yeah. his dream trip. And it's so that he can go on the Lord of the Rings <laughs> tour. He wants to go see all. Nerd alert. <laughs> He's like, lots of people do it. Okay. Um, Is that where it was filmed? Yeah. Okay. So he wants to go and see like the Shire and mm -hmm. he wants to see all the locations because it is a very breathtaking backdrop yeah. to the epic films. I mean, I haven't seen the actual movie, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> and so I was thinking, sure, I'll do that with you. Yeah. And, but I was kind of like, I wonder what movie, if there was a movie mm -hmm. that I really love that I would just love to go visit, to, to go on the tour and do the, and go to the scenery yeah. and stuff like that. And I came down to The Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like the Austrian Slender. I would love it. Switzerland. <laughs> the hills. Like, yes. I would love it. And Spencer goes, I guarantee there are not Sound of the, Sound of Music tours. I go, I... Oh, ye. I was like, that's like one of the top 10 great American films, yeah. sir. So I Google it. Uh -huh. And I'm like, there are absolutely tours you can take. And I start looking at the itinerary of <laughs> one of the tours. And I was like, oh, you get to go see the gazebo where they sing 16 going yes. on 17. Yes. And... As I was reading the itinerary, it was like, travel around uh, Salzburg in an air-conditioned bus while we play the soundtrack and we can all sing along. <laughs> <laughs> and Spencer's like, absolutely not. <laughs> Ivy says she'll go. I, Scarlett yeah. and Ivy were all about it. I go, how hilarious yes. would that be to go on a bus tour with every, everybody with that's like... a bunch like, of thespians. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sad sort of clanging from the clock <laughs> in the hall and the bells in the steeple. They bring out the refreshment car. They're like, tea with jam, jam and bread. And bread. <laughs> I mean. So maybe maybe your husband should just go solo to, as the Lord of the Rings people do, right? Well, no, there's a, there's a band of brothers for oh. sure. Um, See, what do I know? And then you and the girls should go <laughs> to Switzerland, yeah. to Austria. That's too funny. But I just, that made me giggle and it made, gave me such a mental picture yeah. of the people that I would be touring with. Mm -hmm. so anyway. In the best way possible. Yes. Well, um, I guess my, somebody will laugh about this moment was my oldest son was, I was like doing his hair for school. He's 10. And he said, mom, what are these like things under my eyes? And I was like, well, what do you mean? Like tear ducts? And he goes, no, like, why is it kind of dark? underneath my eyes and I said well it's kind of just like little dark circles you know mm -hmm. and he goes well what will they ever go away like do some people just have them and I said well honestly I think uh depends on how much money you have <laughs> uh how terrible sleepers your kids are what kind of creams you can find <laughs> but I said I, I said a lot of it like as you your face matures and you'll fill out a little bit like put on a little bit of weight and fill out because he's just a skinny little 10 year old oh. I was like isn't it the opposite you get older and your your face starts well, to lose he's its volume 10. And you he's start... got a lot of older to get. Yeah, Do you know what I'm true. saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like as he gets to be like a teenager and so okay. like, his face will fill in to be like less 
hollowed out. I don't know. <laughs> and so I said, you know, if you'll put on a little weight, your face will fill out a bit and you know, you probably won't be as pronounced. It's just your eye sockets showing. And he goes, well, I feel like I can't even see yours at all. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> and I was like, I've had three kids. Okay. No, I just, I just started laughing so hard. Cause I had said, when you put on a little weight and when you face fills out a little bit more, and then see, I like, would take that as the biggest compliment if, I, if someone was like, I don't see a no. dark circle in sight. Thank you very much. This is a lot of hard work, a yeah. lot of consistent bedtime routines. Yep. There's a lot of oils. And I always just wonder if this is a, a big lot of waste, sacrifices to the, a big waste of money. And yeah. I never know. And now they have the validation. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was just so funny to have him say that right after I was like, you'll fill out, you'll put on a little weight. So that made me laugh. Well, sounds good. Um, sorry. I, I clap every so often in the podcast. And I Ready? Think, okay. okay. And I feel like sometimes it's annoying. I don't know. Well, people just might not know what's happening. Yeah. All of a sudden they're like, what's Did that? Did something fall? <laughs> Did they no, crack their knuckle? It's just, well, that could happen too here. It's just her excitement manifesting Ready in Ready to clap. go. Yeah. All right. Well, so um, was it last season or the season before we decided that it would be fun to pull up like funny news stories, um, funny headlines. There's a lot of crap in the news and it just <laughs> seems like one thing after the other. And so that's what prompted us to be like, let's find some light news. And by the way, side note, that's what GabFest is really about. Not news, but just be finding the lighter side of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just having that little break, because I know, like I said, I get heavy into true crime and then I do listen to like political and news things. And so that can get heavy without you even <laughs> knowing it. And then you right. listen to something light and you're laughing and you're like, oh my gosh, I really kind of needed mm -hmm. this. So get out there, get some vitamin D mm -hmm. and listen along as we <laughs> highlight some of these really interesting, funny stories. Well, the, as we were, you know, here you're saying like, this is the whole point of GabFest. And I feel like it's kind of changed my outlook on life actually. Oh my gosh. We're getting deep here. Changing lives. One, <laughs> one laugh at a time. One host at a time. Um, there's only one more to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm harder to change. <laughs> but I was talking to a friend of mine and she said, uh, I was, we have a house for sale on our street. And I was like, I'm praying for a family with like young kids, especially a little boy that my little boy could just run around with. Right. And she was careful what you wish for, because I prayed for the same thing in when a house went for sale in our cul-de-sac. And she goes, they have a whole bunch of kids. But when we went over to introduce ourselves mm -hmm. and my little seven-year-old ask the other seven-year-old, what's your name? He said, why the F do you need to know? And he said the real, <laughs> and he said the real word. And, and she's like, they are nightmares. <laughs> like yeah. the whole family, the kids are just like that rough around the edges. Right. She's like, it is causing a real issue in the cul-de-sac. And I said, <laughs> and I just said to her, at least you're going to get some really great yeah. stories. And honestly, like that was how I looked mm -hmm. at it. Yep. Cause I'm like, yeah, if you're going to have the world's worst neighbors yeah. or if you're going to have some weird stuff happen, you might as well have some stories that make you the life of the party. It's trauma bonding with your family too. <laughs> and your neighbor, like I'm sure she's gotten really close to her normal neighbors where they're just like, Oh my gosh, did you see last night? Yes. <laughs> it's like that. Um, episode not too long ago the where where they were talking about those crazy neighbors oh, uh -huh. that they think mm -hmm. it was um, maybe like a brothel. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. I view things through that lens a little bit more now. Right, right. And even my husband will because he, he's obviously a gabber. And so we, if something crazy is happening, he'll turn to me and be like, another here's, story here's for your podcast. For podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're totally right. Like mm -hmm. just in it's the moment, good, it feels so huge. It's a good way to look at the negative weird stuff in your life. Yeah. Do you have a news story that you would like to get started um, well, I'll just start with one that I found and that was on the radio. And then I looked up the article. Now, Britt, I know you have a news anchor voice, so you'll have to fight the urge because that's not what people are here for. Um, but this one made Please me... Please stay on brand. 
Keep the like, like, likes coming. Perfect. Okay, so this... Not a problem. This um, reads, man survives on ketchup for weeks, lost at sea. And... He's lucky to have that ketchup. 100%. Being lost at sea is a true fear. Yeah. Well, get ready because it says a man who spent 24 days adrift Whoa. in the Caribbean Sea says he survived by eating little more than ketchup. Elvis Francois, 47, was found 120 this nautical is what miles. to Elvis? <laughs> different, different Elvis. Um, northwest of Colombia's Puerto, Puerto Bolivar. Let's not. After a plane saw the word help engraved on the hull of his sailboat, he said, I had no food. It was just a bottle of ketchup that was on the boat, garlic powder, and wow. Maggie, which is stock cubes. Okay. So I mixed it up with some water, hopefully not salt water, <laughs> Francois said in a video provided by the Columbia Army. Oh, my word. Apparently, he was out on his sailboat in St. Martin in December, in December when adverse weather conditions pulled his boat out to sea. Oh, my gosh. He lacked the navigational knowledge <laughs> and was unable to maneuver his boat back to shore. Oh, my Spending gosh. Spending weeks lost at sea. 24 days, no land, nobody to talk to, don't know what to do, don't know where you are. It was rough, he said. <laughs> really? At oh, a really, Elvis? At a certain time, I lose hope. I think about my family. <laughs> my life is flashing before my eyes slowly now, for 24 days. The funnest part about this story is Heinz heard <gasps> about him. Yes. And they got a lot of money. Could not track him down. Throw him a bone. Well, they threw him a boat. <gasps> they're, cool. they're buying him a boat. So this is the original, like, news article. And mm -hmm. then now there's follow-up articles. And it's basically saying Heinz spent all this time tracking him down <laughs> because they want to buy him yeah. a new boat. And I love that. That is so cute. Just don't tell him it was Hunt's. <laughs> <laughs> it was great value. Yeah. If all you had was garlic powder and ketchup on it, maybe it wasn't the name he, brand. He might not have had, yeah, the fancy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Those Heinz people are high and mighty. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent ketchup. I know. I, I love that. And yeah. but I think I, I somehow I might feel like my reaction to the the Heinz thing is um overshadowing what he probably went through. Right. <laughs> Do you think he wants to ever get on another boat again? Yeah, he's Heinz. Like, Thanks. I have PTSD. Do you think he ever wants to eat ketchup again, Heinz? Because yeah. boats and ketchup are very triggering for him now. <laughs> No, but I wasn't he laughing no because either. I would be so curious to know a little bit more backstory on Elvis. Like, <laughs> why do we have a sailboat if we don't have knowledge? <laughs> You're right. Like, if we don't have, he lacked the knowledge. What? Why is he on a boat alone? Out in the ocean. Like, start with a lake, man, and then work your way up. Right, right. I don't know. I, I would like to know. We'll probably I feel like never some know. people get boats, yeah, a little bit ill-informed. Like, there's this, there's this person I was driving by, and there was a boat outside in the snowstorm. Right. And I felt like they are not, um, they're, they're not great boat owners. <laughs> like, they, that seems like it should be somewhere covered. covered. And I'm like, they probably, somehow, a family member gave it to them. Yeah. And so maybe Elvis is like that. He yeah. was just gifted this this sailboat and thought, why the heck the not? The ketchup and garlic powder were already on there. He didn't even buy them. <laughs> so, you know, the, maybe it's just one of those situations. Right. But I also, I too have a pretty big fear of getting lost at sea, which is again, hilarious because mm -hmm. I don't live by the sea and I'm not, I don't frequent the sea. Like <laughs> I'm not a boater. I'm not like mm -hmm. a sailor. Mm -hmm. um, I love boats on freshwater, but right. I mm -hmm. don't foresee a lot of issues there. Mm -hmm. um, I've watched one too many I Survived episodes <laughs> where people like were in the water for days, 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 mm -hmm. weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to me, the human, the human will to live. Right. Because I sit there and sometimes I'm like, no, I think I'd just be like, 
because I, I I have a pretty firm belief in like an afterlife. So, so I feel like, like I would I'm be fine like, if you need to take me now. Was this your if, sign? If is I'm to gonna send me go anyway. Could we do it now and not mm-hmm. twelve days in when I'm like <laughs> drinking my own urine? You know what I mean? Like when we've suffered a lot. And so, but but I think we all have a lot more like will to live than we than we even realize. Know. It's a natural. It's a survival instinct. Correct. I'm trying to think of something that's like the catchable tops, baby. <laughs> Wait, that's what? my Elvis. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm all shook up. Yeah, he was all shook. This guy does not look like Elvis. Okay. <laughs> well, here's one. Um, a sort of food related. I, I would, I guess. Um, the headline reads: Do you want me to use my news voice? The National Park Service. <laughs> well, okay. No, because I don't have one of those. I, you, I know you can. Fly, Turbo Man. Use your jetpack. Okay. The National Park Service. Wants- back whales whale less as population grows. <laughs> Is that your is that your next news story? Um, it was just a headline I saw right oh, now. Oh, did you think I made that up? Did you? And you were about to give me a job, huh? <laughs> you're about to Hired. call. You should know. Hired. You have to hire my sister right now. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, so it says the National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this toad. <laughs> so, if you say so. <laughs> so I guess the story is they found people licking mm-hmm. a a certain kind of toad. Okay. In this national park, horny toad. <laughs> You would think they are, um, but it's some kind. I don't know what kind of toad it is, but apparently, the outside secretions okay. are similar to hallucinogenic mushrooms. Oh, okay. and so people are trying to get high, of course, while out in the national parks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sorry, oh my gosh, I mean, this was made up. Whoever made this up is now taking videos of these people trying to lick a frog. <laughs> you know, no, they're they're like leaving it as a. Um, a warning where if you know how they have things it's like don't feed the wildlife yeah. it can cause problems with the eco whatever they need to learn to forage for themselves and yeah it's just like yeah also don't lick toads uh- <laughs> um wow we need a brochure for everything now because people seriously. be dumb <laughs> they're in california get pot yeah seriously and how do you like catch a toad never tried right like it seems hard how could you ever lick a toad? Right. I'm like, I can't even imagine find, like, being able to physically catch right. the toad and then being able to then like lick it. I don't know. Do you hang on to it for a while? Because you're like, I might want another hit. How much I want another hit. That was really hard <laughs> to catch it. Like, how is that high worth it? No. At that point, you guys, just, you guys, there's obviously. Getting really serious here. The high is never worth it. <laughs> okay. It might seem like it in the moment. Yeah. But honestly, but hugs, not drugs. Okay. <laughs> hugs give you a different kind of high and you can keep coming back for more and keep your teeth. As long as it's consensual. And, um, <laughs> and then you won't get escorted out by a, of ra- a national park of a looking ranger. like some kind of frog perv. <laughs> and with, by a guy in a Smokey the Bear hat and brown Bermuda shorts. <laughs> All right. Well, this one is funny because I found it just today okay. <laughs> and the headline reads, I don't know if we should be probably citing this. Uh, On these news sources? Yeah. Okay. This is from UPI.com. Well, we don't know what that is anyway. No. Um, it's by Ben Hooper. Um, <laughs> Hooper. Hooper. It says, a person dressed as the ghost face killer from the Scream franchise prompted multiple 911 calls in California. Sounds right. But police said the person was hired to promote the latest installment in the franchise. <laughs> Who told you that? Him? Excuse me, sir. You're dressed like a serial killer. Oh, they hired me to do this. You know how this this looks like I'm from uh, the serial killer from the movie? That's what it is. And then they're like, oh, guys, go back to your homes. Just a promo. It's just a promo. Promo tour. If you Uh, see him wielding the giant, like, curvy axe thing. Oh, wait, that's, I know what you did last summer. The hook. Um, What what is that called? The sickle? Yeah, the sickle. (laughs) 
Um, the Sonoma Police Department said multiple 911 calls were placed Monday morning about a person standing on a street corner next to Sonoma Plaza while dressed in the iconic horror costume. Was there a movie theater nearby? Right. This individual <laughs> has been contacted and was hired by a company through Paramount to promote the new screen movie, the department said. <laughs> Sonoma has a history with the franchise. Here's my SAG credentials. I'm I'm a hired actor. He's like, I couldn't even make the movie, but they gave me this role. And and the bad guy's in a mask the whole time. I don't even have to make good facial expressions. They still didn't want me, but I'm here. Don't you think, though, if you hired somebody to promote the movie, you would have a little more hubbub around them? Some lights? Maybe they were like, it'd be really creepy. Um, to to, have you and then you get another article written about you. Maybe that was the whole plan. There would be a few other lookalikes. But... And, right? Yeah. But on the dark side of things, someone could have just sh- straight up shot him. Or yeah, like attacked him. Or like him. attacked him. Yeah. Like, not today, screen guy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I feel like there was, I think it was something with the Hunger Games once. The Hunger Games premieres, a movie theater hired like Katniss lookalikes. To like kill each other in front of the movie theater? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, just to meet and greet uh-huh. in the lobby. But yeah, you would think that there would be some more, you know, supporting roles nearby. Yeah. And so this guy very well could have just been lying to the police. Well, I would, I would hope that they like fact checked that. <laughs> oh, okay, sure, sure. Like double checked. Yeah. Are we gonna call Paramount? Anybody, somebody like at Paramount, maybe could, could, like could just, verify yeah. this. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I would say if I saw someone standing on a street corner near my home or or where I frequent, I would probably call nine one one. If someone was dressed in a scream like, outfit, they seem ill intentioned. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to judge a book by its cover, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he is dressed as a masked as a serial, serial killer. killer so, so I'm gonna go ahead and um, veer on the side of safety and just call. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's one that I found. Six doctors swallowed Lego heads for science. <laughs> I saw this. Here's what came out. But Lego heads. <laughs> Those things are indestructible. And so what it said, each of them swallowed a Lego head. They wanted to basically see how long it took to swallow and excrete a plastic toy. Mm. Um, I would guess it's different for everybody. Based <laughs> on your how much flora. Fiber, how much fiber intake your are gut health frequency? Right. <laughs> That's what the real study should be. Right. Like, let's see how fast we can pass this Lego head. And then see how what they're eating. Yeah. That's actually what I really want to know. <laughs> so the study had three criteria. Um, if you've had a previously ga- pre- previous gastrointestinal surgery, mm-hmm. the inability to ingest foreign objects, and an aversion to searching through fecal matter. Hold on. All of the above. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I haven't had a gastrointestinal surgery. I love how they chose the Lego head because of all the Legos, it's the it's least the, aggressive. It's the least just, angular. It has, doesn't have the sharp sharp points. Right. I mean, it makes sense. They're like, okay, if I'm doing this of my own free will, yeah. I'm not going with the... Um, Triangle piece. <laughs> what's the, what are those the like? Square cube. The flat ones. The flat, oh. thicker ones. No way. <laughs> the base piece. Yeah. Um, the foundation. The grass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, my son has a lot of Star Wars Legos, and there's some pointy ones that I've stepped on. I'm yeah, just like, saying. I don't want the lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> if that hurt my foot, let me just tell you what that would have done to my rectum. Baby Yoda has very pointy ears. Yeah. So he had to probably just do the regular yellow Lego head. Yes. Um, oh, one more kind of funny tidbit. So the researchers then measured the time that it took to... Yeah. The, for the gulped Lego heads to be passed. And he said the time interval was given a found and retrieved time. AKA a fart score. <laughs> <laughs> Acronym. I have to applaud these scientists. Yes. I mean, they really went for it and they didn't shy away. Well, and if I was a scientist, this is the kind of stuff I'd want to be doing. <laughs> Not searching through fecal matter, but like, I just give me something good to yeah. work on and I can make a funny Let acronym. Let me figure out how to make, you know, fruit roll-ups more red. 
or something <laughs> silly like that, you know. I don't need to be in charge of like saving lives. I don't need that kind of heat. I don't this need that kind of pressure. This could save a life. Well, this could maybe stop a mom from um, doing emergency intestinal surgery on right. their kid if they're scared. Okay. Well, speaking of poop. Segway. This uh, headline from AP News says, German ballet director suspended over feces attack on critic. What? Yeah. So it says this is Berlin. I'll I'll teach you to talk crap on my ballet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A German newspaper critic had animal feces smeared on her face in the city of Hanover by a ballet director who apparently took offense at a review she wrote. The Hanover State Opera House apologized for the incident and said oh, Monday that gosh. it was suspending the ballet director, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Marco Wood, right? Goeki, something like that. Goki, um, with immediate effect. <laughs> I just had this visual of Marco, and he's wearing a black turtleneck. <laughs> and what, what country is this? It's in Germany. Oh. How's the deal, yo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The newspaper said um, as he was smearing the feces in her face, oh he th- he um, threatened to ban her from the ballet and accused her of being responsible for people canceling season tickets. <laughs> he then pulled out a paperback with <laughs> animal feces and smeared her face with the contents before Where did he get making it? off through a packed theater foyer. Basically, she filed a criminal complaint. Right. And now this guy's career is, is in the crapper, literally. He'll never direct a ballet again. No. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing I'm Marco he's let's talk Marco let's talk Marco for a second so he you know he knows that this woman's gonna be here yes right and he's pretty mad mm-hmm. and so somehow he acquires we, he acquires poo we don't know if it's his own dog right we don't know we went to the park and we don't just know thought, if he bought it on the black market <laughs> are people selling paper bags of dog poo <laughs> We don't know if he followed people around at the park. Uh-huh. We just don't know. But we do know that it was in the bal- the lobby of the ballet. Of a theater. And so he definitely was carrying around a paper bag of poo Ooh. for an undisclosed amount of time mm-hmm. in a like a high-class societal type mm-hmm. of place. Lots of chances to back out. <laughs> and a lot of people, I mean, paper bags, I mean, they can do as much as they can. To yeah. hide hide the smell of dog poo, they don't do well, and so they're you, breathable. You wouldn't think that maybe an Asher was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> that g- bag smells suspicious." Yeah, or someone backstage or wherever he was. Yeah, somehow he was able to make it through some kind of event in a <laughs> in a crowded place with a bag of dog poo. Right. Yeah, it's just it's just this was very premeditated. Well, this is the classic case of like Marco's mom telling him way to go on everything he does. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is like, Marco's mom's fault? Um, or Marco's, you know, parenting, whatever. I don't know what kind of, you know, home he grew up in. But I'm just saying that, like, when we tell our kids that everything's great and that mm-hmm. everything they do is wonderful, mm-hmm. then when somebody who's doing their actual job <laughs> doesn't like what you do, yeah. you feel the need to smear poop, to on, smear their poop on their face, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the real problem here is parenting. Yeah. Marco needed to not make the uh, percussion ensemble mm-hmm. maybe one year. Right. He maybe needed to... Um, not be the lead in the Nutcracker one year. Yeah, or maybe, like, not receive the medal maybe he the wa- spelling but maybe, or, or maybe I've got it all wrong. Maybe I've got Marco all wrong. Maybe he, <laughs> maybe he actually lost a lot. Maybe he never won. Maybe he was one of those that was like, if you cannot do... You, you teach. teach. If you cannot teach, teach. you choreograph. And if, if you, you cannot choreograph, you, you throw up poopy fit, you know? <laughs> and he's like, this was my one, one shot. So I, I had to make out with someone yeah. to get this job. <laughs> Who do I got to sleep with around here? And still, I get this review. At the ballet. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? That was my one shot. Yeah. 
I can't. I can't take I, I, any I, more disappointment. I can't. Yeah. You're coming down with me. <laughs> that was a lot of analysis on Marco. Well, I feel like it's needed. <laughs> All right. This article says funeral home finds woman breathing hours after declared dead. Um, another big fear of mine. <laughs> Who's who's a medical examiner? Yeah. Whose job is it to declare you dead? And um, <laughs> what kind of job are you looking for now? Because mm-hmm. you're not working in that industry. Once again, we're getting some career-killing headlines here. It's like Scuttle when he grabs the foot and he's like, <laughs> can't find can't, the heart. Can't heart. find the heartbeat. <laughs> can't find the pulse. It's like, who have we got around here? What, what's happening here? Your DOA. Excuse me, sir. What does that mean? Just this will be a lot easier if you just, just lie, lie back. back. <laughs> If you could hold your breath for a long time, that'd be great. Um, I'm going to get fired because I just told everyone you were dead. So there's not a lot of information um, on this because I think everyone's kind of been trying to be hush hush about it. You know, it sounds, I mean, that's what I would do. field, man, I don't even know. I don't even dare say. But yeah, it says um, an 82 year old woman was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home, but found to be breathing three hours later at the funeral home where she'd been taken. Authorities say. Wow. Anyway, yeah, the newspaper called the nursing home for comment. Okay. And when they called, the person on the other end hung up. I wonder if they were just directed, like, if anybody calls, just hang up. Do not answer. <laughs> um, or just fake dead, like that lady. <laughs> we're all dead here. Yeah. <laughs> Contrary to popular uh, belief, everything's on the up and up, except most of the people here aren't. But, but we're <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. She's back at the nursing home. All right. Well, this one... There's a statue in Monterey, California of Dennis the Menace, Mm -hmm. and it went missing. They recovered it, though. Today is a happy day, Monterey County Sheriff Tino Nito said when... Hold on. Where are you reading this from? Remember, we're not divulging sources. I thought you told me to divulge sources. Oh, well, it's it's Associated Press, it's AP. Okay. Um, Tino Nito? Tina Nieto, maybe. Oh. N-I-E-T-O. I thought you said Tino Nito. And I was like, Either way, sounds great. Okay. And at Wednesday, at a press conference, they had a press conference over this, uh, <laughs> where the where the statue was wheeled in. Uh, the sheriff's dive team found the three foot tall statue in Roberts Lake after Monterey City Police received an anonymous tip about its location. Mm-hmm. I know where Dennis the Menace is. Why don't you drag the bottom of the lake? You guys, this is not a person. Yeah. <laughs> this is a statue. <laughs> Dennis the Menace has a big but oddly troubled local connection. His creator, Hank Ketchum, was a longtime resident of Monterey County and died there in 20, er, 2001. The park's original statue was stolen in 2006 and hasn't been found. Wow. You guys, what is going on? This is a long mystery. People... Is there gold up in that statue? Yeah. People hate this Dennis the Menace statue. So there was an original statue. Made by uh-huh. the original guy, or I guess in tribute of the original guy that lived there. Uh-huh. It went missing and hasn't been found. So someone curated another one. Oh and then it got gosh. thrown in the lake. What wow. is everyone's problem? Okay, here with it is. De- yeah. What is everyone's problem with Dennis the Menace? Right. I mean, I, I get, I bet some of the Confederate statues haven't had this much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. This, I, it just seems so odd. Yes. There okay. is more. Okay. In the years between the two thefts, uh-huh. a Dennis the Menace statue was found in a Florida scrapyard and was sent to Monterey where the officials determined it was not the original one <laughs> stolen. There was another somewhere. There is something weird with this there Illuminati. Is, is there like a tie sh- to the Illuminati? Like what? Somebody hates Dennis the Menace. Yeah. So It's Mr. Wilson. Sorry. It is Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Um, that's hilarious. It reminds me though, speaking of statues and speaking of news articles, um, not too long ago, I don't know if you remember, there was a Martin Luther King statue that 
the person who designed it and made it, um, they were going for like a very artistic. Did it have something that looked like? It looked kind of in certain angles, like male genitalia. Oh my gosh! And basically, it was very. It was a stretch anyway. I don't know why they thought it didn't look that, like Martin Luther King. Well, it was Jr. supposed to be apparently after one of his speeches. Him and his wife gave an iconic hug, an okay. iconic embrace. Okay, that was photographed a lot. So the artist decided that they were going to try to model it after the just the arms embracing. That's and it's a, yeah, that's a, that is a stretch, and it's brown colored. Why and don't Why don't you say I'm going to make a statue of Martin Luther King Jr. and then like make it of Martin Luther King Jr. Not his arms, exactly. Like people try to get a little too artistic with things, and mm-hmm. then it's like, I, okay, we maybe we don't need to be so literal, but like, come on. So I'll just show <laughs> you. Like, this is just this is one angle that it looks very strange. Well, it does. Yeah, it looks. It does look very strange. Like it looks like a woman's arm is holding some sort of member, <laughs> or like something. Something like a, um, a zucchini plant. Right, but uh. it's supposed to be like his elbow <laughs> slash forearm. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so this was these millions statues, of dollars, millions right. of dollars. And how lo- how much do you think these? Dozens of Dennis the Menace statues cost. Right. Save your money, folks. What are these statues even doing? We need to send some kids on field trips. We need to get books in schools. Let's not worry about this. You know, it seems <laughs> it seems bottom of the list. I mean, I love Martin Luther King, okay? Yeah, I'm not and- saying anything against Dr. King. I'm not saying anything against Dennis the Menace. I also love Dennis the Menace. <laughs> I'm just saying it's interesting to me how we choose to spend our money. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and there was nothing very... Seemingly offensive about the Dennis Menace statue, right? It's they look very much like the the, the cartoon. Yeah, this, um, yeah, I mean, this one is could potentially be taken as a little more offensive, and it is in Boston. I just looked it up, and okay. there were a lot of news articles about it, and even some of his family were quoted saying like, "This Not great. is hideous." <laughs> like some of his like yeah. ancestors, uh-huh. they're like, "This is disgraceful and mm-hmm. hideous." And please don't put his name on a plaque next right. to it. <laughs> Just we let will it, sue you. Just let it be uh, the mystery arms, please. That's <laughs> yeah, like some octopus. I don't know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, well, earlier you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my. You were talking about the advice that the park rangers or whatever, yeah. uh, the National Forest Service, was giving um, to the people about licking frogs. The toad lickers. Um, well, they have other hands full because <laughs> just today um, on UPI.com, the National Park Service offered some sage advice for park visitors who encounter bears. Never push a slower friend down. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I do believe this was somewhat facetious because it says it was tweeted by the NPS. If if you come across a bear, never push a f- slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. Oh my gosh. The NPS tweeted. <laughs> I replied to the tweet, asked what a park visitor should do if they are the slower friend, to which the NPS said, Check in on the friendship before you head into the woods. Oh my gosh! Obviously, this is a joke. Okay, but I or, or first, they I mean, tweeted the, the, it. The they headlines. tweeted it, okay. and then they, and someone wrote an article they, about the fact that they tweeted it. Okay, but I also know, brown lay down, <laughs> black fight back. Here's the thing: Am I going to be in the mental space to remember these rhymes? I just did. But you're not being. That's what I mean. You're. But if you're approached by a bear, from because yeah. we love a good rhyme, we love a good poem to help right. us remember life lessons. But how legit is this? It's like, like that snake thing. Do you remember those snakes that were po- that are poisonous? It was like and you look is, at the colors, and it's like if it's a black, it's a friend to Jack, and if it's touching black, touching red means you're dead. Or yeah, like and, that. Like, and I was always getting confused. I'm like, wait, is it going to kill Jack or is it a friend of Jack's? <laughs> 
But the brown lay down, black fight back seems a little bit more... You guys message us on this, um, but only if you have some credentials, okay? Um, bear advice. If I'm you are a zoologist, are you a zoologist? Are you a forest ranger? Um, Do yeah, I... not run, it says. <laughs> if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Bears can Is run as fast as a racehorse, both uphill and down. <laughs> Although, it, if it is brown, lay down. And if it is black, fight back. Okay. If it is white, good night. <laughs> so do not approach a polar, polar bear. Well, you just, you better just lay down because it sounds like you're dead. <laughs> That's what it said. I oh, mean, white, gosh. good night. Sorry, <laughs> I have zero advice for These you. Rhymes. Just lay down and Sorry. hope that it's quick. Say your prayers. And then it says, you have to, <laughs> it sounds like good advice. You have to know why a bear is attacking you before you can decide the best way to respond. Once again, do you ask the bear? Mm-hmm. Can I ask What's, why? What did I do wrong? The um, people pleaser in you is like, did I do some? Did I say something wrong? I was hoping to sit down and have a little bit of a dialogue, just because I do. I do feel like the energy is a little off lately, and um, I do feel like there's a bit of a bear in the room, elephant in the room, what, what have you. <laughs> and I would like to know like your intentions mm-hmm. behind the attack, mm-hmm. just because I don't want to misread them, <laughs> and then I need to know my best defense tactic. So, do you identify as brown or black? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just need to know how you identify. If you identify as white, I'm very panicked. Um, <laughs> well, pandemic humor. <laughs> um, people who th- there's such a thing. <laughs> people who think they're attractive are less likely to wear masks. Oh my gosh, I think I saw this. It makes sense. Well, what uh, about for those of us? Don't hide your light under a bushel. <laughs> Hot people unite. Like, this isn't going to last forever. Okay, <laughs> I'm aware of that, and so I need to monopolize on it. Like, there's people. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and if mine are covered up. Great. I'm at a, I'm on a different playing field. Right. I don't have a personality. So this is I would, what I'm working I've with. been hot all my life. <laughs> and now you're telling me that I have to talk to people. Yeah. Uh. I have to be charming, funny, and witty. <laughs> Interesting. Which I, I mean, I, I actually don't hate if people like skate by on their looks because everyone has their strengths. <laughs> so like, you're not going to get mad at someone who's like, oh, she's so smart. She went to med school. And that's the only reason. Right. Like, well, that's well, a good, it's yeah, fine. Like, she's hot. So she's rich because she married a rich guy. I mean, do what you got to do. <laughs> right. I mean, I right. Like, I, I, it's a hot take, right? It's a hot take. <laughs> but you're not wrong. I mean, it's like, wh- that is interesting. What do you want her to do? That we fault people, you know? <laughs> not be hot. Do you, we want her to not take advantage of her oh, strengths. Right. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know what we're asking of people. Uh, I think it's when people hate when that's the only thing mm-hmm, they have. Mm-hmm. Like if they just are really attractive people mm-hmm. and that's the only skill or talent. Yeah. I just can't call this. Well, skill. are we going to go to like, yeah, a smart, per- smart doctor and be like, why doesn't she like put some makeup on? I mean, all she's going to do is like be, be smart, smart at medicine. We would never say that. Right. You're so right. we are rude people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so I understand it's a hot take. But about yeah, hot people. So, so in this, how did it keep going with the article? The researchers asked um, about a thousand participants to self-evaluate how attractive they deemed themselves <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, and then how likely they were to wear a mask if certain situations, such as a job interview or walking the dog, impacted their willingness to wear one. Uh-huh. It's true. If you feel like you've got a winning smile, right. and you have to go to a job interview and you can't show. Yeah, that you know, you're dazzling whites. Right. Then you, know, you yeah, you do feel like you are dimming your light a little bit. I think for me, like I just hated masks. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like smelling my own breath. mouth and mm-hmm. breath. And I'll I don't leave think... that up to the people I'm talking to. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're not under a pillowcase with me while I'm talking. You know what I mean? We're yes. not like trapped under something. Like we're in open air. I'm not like 
two inches from their <laughs> nose, like I would be to the end of my mask. <laughs> but, um, and yeah, same thing where like, I felt like I had a hard time reading people's expressions expressions and like mm-hmm. i'm you know if, if someone's being sarcastic but the study goes on and said inversely the less attractive someone found themselves the more likely they were to wear a mask they're like yeah let's do this everybody mask up <laughs> we're all level now we're all even <laughs> now playing field we're all even um here's another one this one's um going along with kind of the season that we're approaching uh, a local British police department is saying it helps save Easter for fans of the cho- of the chocolate egg that's a big claim yeah it's like some someone else saved easter and the rest of the say, world thank somebody, you very much yeah this is not this is about you getting saved is really what this holiday is about <laughs> so let's not be blasphemous here yeah seriously <laughs> um it said a man was arrested in england for allegedly stealing a semi-truck that contained two hundred thousand chocolate easter eggs oh my gosh was his wife pmsing <laughs> He's like, I, I am need desperate. This. I need this. Guess what? I never am going to run out again. Guess what brand of eggs they were? Cadbury. Of course. I mean, well, if it's in England, it better be Cadbury eggs. Well, and plus, what other eggs are like worth the trouble of stealing 200,000 of them? <laughs> yeah, not any that I... Well, actually, regular chicken eggs these days. Yeah, yeah. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd grab a semi. Maybe. maybe he got confused. Just kidding. I have chickens at home. Maybe I he don't got need confused. to run a like, semi. Oh, I, thought, I thought these were... <laughs> chicken eggs. They were just wrapped so nicely. I thought they were fancy kind. Yeah. Purple C- cage foil. Cage free. Uh, <laughs> Individually wrapped. Um, okay. The man was stopped on the highway shortly after the theft. Allegedly used a metal grinder to break through a gate and into the truck. Wow. So he got, he was like, I'm doing this yeah. and I'm doing it right. Oh, so did well, he take the semi? He took the semi. Okay. I was like, when he eggs. emptied out the semi, where mm-hmm. is he putting the eggs? But he literally took the semi. Mm-hmm. Grand theft auto and chocolate <laughs> auto or chocolate theft. Um, he said in all, the seized chocolate is thought to be worth about $48,000. Whoa. <laughs> he entered guilty pleas to the theft of a trailer, contents, and then damage to the chain lock. That one seems one of the lesser things and sorry i broke your chain what about damage to everyone's easter baskets are you are you able to um sell chocolate eggs that are now evidence easter's not saved right because <laughs> you don't my guess that. is those are in an evidence locker a hundred percent well because you can't <laughs> trust them that they've left hopefully, the hands. It's, hopefully it's well cooled we got a mess on their hands <laughs> the next headline is going to read what is it what city is this telford england police department derailed because of melting chocolate fl- flowing through the lobby. You guys, people are getting real. Um, I guess Twitter is a place where you can just let loose a little bit. I didn't even know people really cared about Twitter anymore, um, but it's still going Because strong. that police department said, uh, tweeted, the extravagant theft took place on Saturday, <laughs> February 11th. I mean, I mean, I, you got to. You yeah. Got, you got to, right? Once again, you got to laugh, you gotta been, laugh at these That would have been a major, major miss. If yeah, they if they were just like, these eggs got stolen. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Get get creative. Here's another one. This one's about a Powerball ticket forgotten in a coat pocket. Turns out to be one million dollar winner. Stop it. That's amazing. She didn't even have to buy the ticket. I don't know. I remember she bought it and forgot. Okay, let's bought hear. it and forgot it. A Michigan woman said a Powerball ticket found forgotten in the pocket of her husband's coat okay. turned out to be a one million dollar winner. Wow. Um. She bought her ticket for February 6th Powerball drawing at oh at the Safeway Center. Um, me and my husband buy a Powerball ticket for every drawing, and we always knew we would win big. The couple took the ticket to a local store to scan it. They were in for a seven-digit surprise. Wow. You guys, 
we <laughs> no, one has, no one has more hope in themselves with these power balls than us. Yeah. And we, I mean, we've done it once. Um, don't kill us. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, judge, don't us. judge us. It was when everyone did it. Everyone was doing it, guys. Um, it makes it right. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I, we went, we had a girl's trip over that big weekend when everyone It was, was like the $1.6 billion yes. jackpot. And we were on the Idaho border. And because in Utah, you can't buy lottery, lottery tickets. tickets but in Idaho, you can. And when in Idaho, you buy a lot of ticket. What else do you do? And we went to- <laughs> <laughs> And so we went to this like... I don't know, with this food mart yeah. thing. And we are all like, yeah, let's just buy some. And uh, we were really trying to manifest. We were like joking around and be like, this is it. This we is were like, okay, one. when I win, you know, we were naming the things we'd buy and we mm-hmm. were saying what good we would do with it. And we it. were promising each other that we'd all give each other millions of dollars. And I was not giving everyone the benefit of the doubt enough. And I was saying, there's no way you'll give me. I told you I would give you $10 million. And I, I said, no, you wouldn't. I would. I and prom- I wouldn't I expect still, that. And she's I like, I would give you $10 million. I'm like, absolutely. People, people talk. When it's hypothetical, <laughs> people talk. But when it comes down to writing the checks, mm-hmm. you know, letting their mouth cash away. And I said, this is, just, this is just Allison's version of saying she would not give me no, the $10 million. No, that's not. I'm just saying <laughs> I was coming to it with real reasonable expectations that I wasn't going to, like, not be pe- friends with people anymore because if they promised me $10 million when the time came to, like, <laughs> cough it up, to I was pay it up. Yeah. So, but when we went and we bought our tickets, I was the last one to buy them. And the lady that handed me the ticket, she goes, oh, my gosh, that was so weird. And I was like, what? She's like, that hasn't happened to me. I've sold so many of these. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she goes, I just got like chills. And then when I told Spencer that when we got home, he's like, she is a good salesperson. But I, I already know. was buying I was the like, ticket. She was the last person to buy yeah. it. She should have said it to the first person if that was her angle. Yeah. That, and honestly, and plus, I, I was, don't think cashiers at a gas station were benefit. commission. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're like, can I get you an extra beef stick? <laughs> nice and fresh. <laughs> Trying to upsell you. Yeah, no, but in, I, I was already purchasing them. She was mm-hmm. handing them to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she was like, you should buy more. I have the chill. She was like, I, I hope you win. And if you do come back and I was like, I'll give you money. And she goes, no, no, just come back and take a picture with me when you win. Like she was, she was believing. She thought I was going to win. And then we were driving home and I saw a rainbow, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know what that means. I don't really know. There's a pot, a of, pot gold. of gold at the end of the rainbow. Sure. But it, everything was a sign. So, <laughs> and we didn't win. No. A darn thing. But, but it was fun. It was fun. To like and joke funny. around. Yes. And all that kind of stuff. All right, Gabbers. Well, keep your eyes peeled on these headlines. We, if you have any more good ones, we'll post them on our Instagram. Yeah, it's fun to do that. And I have some, some of you came in late on like the coworker stories. And so I want to post a few of them if you'll send them in. So even if you miss the prompt, just keep interacting with us. It gives us some content to post on our Instagram. And it's fun to kind of keep the stories coming. So anyway, but as you're reading the news, we know it gets heavy. We know that it kind of gets a little daunting. Um, so we, we just encourage you to seek out some of these funnier ones, seek out some laughter in your life. And when all else fails, just remember someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys, thanks for gabbing along with us. We've had a few new reviews. Thank you so much. If you haven't left a review, go on in and hit that five stars. Um, it's super easy. (laughs) Yes. Very simple. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye guys. I'm going to reread that since I was so rudely interrupted. Don't breathe. Don't Don't, move. You said don't touch a thing and then I slipped. I know. I was like, what the heck is wrong with you? Um, (laughs) Don't mind us. We're just going to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Winkin, blinkin, and nod. Say rate, review, and subscribe.
Subscribe. Good job. <laughs>